1: No. Oh <sighs> Anthony Hey hey stays Hi How you, how you doing? Yeah <laughs> yeah It's all I'm capable of now. I'm like <laughs>
0: what like this? This is a uh, your new <laughs> anime film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like an ASMR, asmr kind of thing i'm just hey, ASMR. hey guys I'm, I'm just talking to you from the tons academy where i love eating pickles and um <laughs> and tapping tapping my nails on on surfaces as well as pickles and was, um, and my sunglasses on i've got my sunglasses um, and my baby arm and um, my baby arm on my arm um, your arm on your arm i see what you did there yeah. <laughs> armception <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope the alternate title for this film is Armception. <laughs>
1: ah, Susperia. What a time to be alive. Let me tell you, first and foremost, I would appreciate it if you and everyone else from this day forward would refer to me as mother or mater if that is your preference. Stasorium? Stasorium! (gasps) The fourth mother?
0: All hail. All hail the fourth mother. Yeah. Lo, there is Tenebraeum, Suspiriorum. (laughs) What's the other one? In in, hot air water? (laughs) Hot air waterum? Hot air -um (laughs) waterum and Stasorium.
1: Mothers! Mothers unite!
0: Oh my God, vote! <laughs> who do you vote for?
1: <laughs> <Stay> sodium! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so, sorry, that's just a little conspiracy two thousand eighteen in joke. And
0: just drop in a little note there for you, for all our yeah. fans, all our fans for who all are the
1: fans.
0: in the know. <laughs> Just wanted to rep you guys. Like
1: and subscribe. (laughs) Hit that like button.
0: Can you imagine Helena Marcos on YouTube? (laughs) And she's like, hello, guys. (laughs) Like and subscribe. I I don't know what.
1: Hit that like button. (laughs) Vote! Oh, my God. So obviously,
0: we both obviously hated this movie, right?
1: Man, well, all right. <laughs> it elicited you no knew. emotions. <laughs> I told you beforehand that I was having dreams about it. In the, like, weeks before this movie, I was literally dreaming about it. Yeah. And then opening weekend happens, and it's not playing here in Portland. And I was like, oh, no. So uh, I got my ass on a bus, and I went to Boston
0: I to see it. I You literally took a pilgrimage to see this film.
1: I did. Like- and, man as the president and empress and like one of two residents of a little country called dakotistan (laughs)
0: Uh uh
1: i am so satisfied i
0: i had such an emotional evening watching this film Um, yes one because i i you know it was halloween night when i saw it um or all, all hallows eve if you will (laughs) <laughs> and, and I, I did a Beetlejuice screening at my theater that I hosted as Delia Dietz and I did a live, nice. I did a live seance and then I watched the movie and then I, <laughs> and then I got out and drag and I booked it to the, to the luxury lounger movie theater where they have the wow. reclining seats. Yeah. And it was me and those reclining seats. It was assigned seating. So there were like three people sitting in our seats already when we got there. And I just walked in and I was like, for Tilda's sake. Get out the way.
1: <laughs> Back off. Back off, lady.
0: And Jason and I, <laughs> we we sat there and and our our friend Heather and we just sat there and we just we just let this beautiful song and dance just wash over
1: us. Like I you know, if I had to walk to Boston to see it, I would have been fine because I literally had like a religious experience
0: you're like um you're like forrest gump in that marathon and you've just got like a long beard as you walk to boston yeah and there's like icicles collecting in your in your eyelashes
1: yeah and it was all worth it it was all worth it because i achieved nirvana i literally like (laughs)
0: as we were watching it the one thought i kept having over and over is I'm going to have to see this like 25 times. Yes. Uh, because yeah. it's just so rich. And so like, like it's, it's like, it's like a, a cake or a gourmet meal. I don't know. It's just, it's so rich and there's so much to discover yes. that I, I was like, I felt almost overwhelmed by that. And then the fact that I'm going to have to spend a lot of time with this movie. Um, yeah. I
1: feel like the first time was in like mostly emotional, like just a visceral reaction. Yes. And then seeing it again, I'll be able to really settle in. But this was just all night, like I couldn't sleep that night because I was thinking about it. I've just been thinking about it since I saw it. And all that night, I I was probably annoying everyone I was living because I was just like, (laughs) it was so good. It was so good. You're just on
0: the floor, like reverse Sicilian (laughs) Mourner, just, grazie prego.
1: (laughs) yeah it was so good it was so good
0: jason and i could not stop talking about it and then i mean we we stayed up all night talking about it we woke up stick kept talking about it are still (laughs) talking about it we jumped on one of our our insta groups where we all talk about horror movies still talking about it um we actually have made plans we're seeing it again tomorrow night and I'm actually trying to stay away from like criticism around the movie or, or writing about it right now, because I'm still trying to like work it out in my head. Yes. Um. But I, I just can't wait to see it more and more and more. And then I like, I actually had like some, like as Jason and I were talking about it in the car driving back, I was just moved by, I mean, one, it's obviously a beautiful film. Um, and very, like you said, visceral is is absolutely the correct term to describe this movie. As as Jason and I were talking about it, um, like I started crying, like
1: <laughs> just oh oh the dan- the like dance performance in the film, the Volk yeah. performance, some tears came out. Like it, I it was like rapture. Like yes. I don't, I feel, I honestly, I'm like, well, I don't need to see any other movies. For like a really like I'm good, yeah. I am full up. Even like like I think about the haunting '99 right now, and I'm like, it's just a movie. <laughs> like this, I feel like
0: what could harm anyone?
1: Yeah. What could what could be the harm? It's just a movie. Look, <laughs> perhaps some people like it, and that is their prerogative. What? Like I feel like I feel more somehow. I I don't know how to explain it, but it's like I feel more comfortable in my own skin or something like I this movie just had a really profound effect on me I
0: think it's an issue of like it's kind of like confirmation you know um it is this is something that I have wanted to see that I I didn't know in these terms that I wanted or needed to see it but this is something that is so in my blood that I have needed um yeah. it is it is a it is the blood transfusion of, of cinema that I have been waiting for. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like a it was like a spa for my ins and my outs. Literally the
0: only day spa you can go to where like heads explode and bodies get oh like God. ripped apart, like and yet at oh. the same time it's feminist. Oh. <laughs> like how God. one, my question is how how, how, I, I've, this movie, I have turned into the reverse of Madeline Kahn in Clue where she's like, I, <laughs> I hated her so much. Flames, yeah. flames, it's, it's, I'm the opposite where I'm exactly that response, but, but, but pro flames but on the love. side of my face. Yeah, love on the side of my face. The um,
1: flames feel like kisses. they kisses, kisses. Kisses of fire, heaving kisses, <laughs> heaving kisses. And
0: I have, I have, I have been that girl ever since I saw this movie. So, it, yeah. it, um, how did a Suspiria remake be the freshest thing I have seen in years?
1: It's. I knew that I was in tune with it, but I didn't know that it would be to this extent. Yeah, that this is I like no one could have predicted.
0: This is like. A formative, for me, it's like a spiritual text, a feminist text, um, an art text, an anti-fascist text. Um, it is so crucial to where we are at in the world of politics right now, and and this mm-hmm. this this like fascist populist world that is kind of uh, sweeping across everywhere. Um,
1: and what to do about it? What
0: to do about it? And it is I. Here's the thing. I hated every movie I've seen this year. We, we all know this. I have, I've been disappointed. <laughs> I've been disappointed by, I mean, literally I liked mom and dad this year. I liked, uh, I kind of liked that upgrade movie. Cause it was fun. Um,
1: I don't know what that is.
0: It, Oh, it's, it's like Robocop, but new. um, and then, obviously, the only movies I've liked really this year were Jurassic World Two and Mamma Mia Two because they're so terrible. They're, <laughs> they're so terrible that they're cutting edge in this world of just complete schlock. Um, right. And then Suspiria, like we were, we've been saying we've been placing all of our hopes on this film, especially and after it the paid letdown. Off.
1: Yeah, it paid off. Like when I got out, um, when I got home from it, back to I, I went to Boston. And I was staying with a friend, and when we got back to that apartment. Like I got a text from my friend Carmen who had just come out of it and she was like, did you see it? We have to talk about it. And so she called me and we were talking about it and just like losing our minds. And she said, this movie was like Christmas. And I said, it was like Christmas and my birthday and my make a wish wish, like all rolled into one. (laughs) Oh, my God. She said, uh, your make-a-wish wish would be Dakota Johnson in a vaguely lesbian witch coven dance troupe horror movie. Oh, yeah. When I say it out loud, it makes perfect sense. Like-, <laughs> like, yes. I've been waiting my whole life for this movie. And that's why when, like, I've I've seen a few posts and it feels so cliche and so boring and whatever to be like well it's gonna be a divisive movie and it's not for everybody and but like i've seen a few bad like bro opinions on my facebook
0: oh yeah i've already i've already deleted a couple
1: (laughs) yeah that are like it's boring there's nothing to it it's just boring and i'm like i don't fucking care if you like it like i don't care about your opinion about this movie if if it was someone I really respected and was just like, well, I didn't really, this didn't work for me or that didn't work for me, like, all right. But otherwise, I don't care.
0: I'm. That's the thing is I'm like, this movie is for the right people. While yes, this movie is anti-fascist and would say there's no such thing as the right people, I'm going to be a fascist and say that there is such a thing as right people and it's the people that love this movie. And if you don't love this movie, you're not my people. And furthermore... I keep thinking about with all the with all the dudes that that love Halloween and hate this film. Um, I keep thinking of one of my favorite lyrics by the esteemed chanteuse and fellow witch Lana Del Rey, who,
1: <laughs> who
0: I sincerely kind of wish did the music for this. But um, she she has this lyric that's like, "If you don't get it, then forget it, because I don't have to fucking explain it." And that is yeah. that's me in Suspiria
1: that i'm gonna tattoo that on my face yeah like a young person that's
0: a complicated tattoo that's like
1: People are going to be staring at me for much longer than I would like them to. Yeah, but. they're like, what's that say just on the right side of your nostril? What, what's that? Maybe a t-shirt. Yeah.
0: Oh, it could be a t-shirt. A
1: sandwich board. I'm going to bring back a sandwich board and a big bell.
0: A sandwich board and a big old town crier bell.
1: That's right. Okay. And I'm going to be like, fuck you. I don't care what you think about it. <laughs> okay. If you don't like it, go away. And everybody's going to be like, What? <laughs> what?
0: Well, she's never been the same ever since she saw Suspiria.
1: (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be. It's like
0: it's a life changer. It's a game changer.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. Will I start wearing an outfit made of red yarn? Maybe. (laughs) I almost tidy like my tidy beiges (laughs) and my red yarn outfit. It could happen.
0: I almost upended. I had a Halloween party on Saturday after Halloween was over because Halloween will never die. And, oh, no. and so I had a Halloween party, and I almost upended my entire plan for the entire day. I had so many errands <laughs> run just so I could try and find a Madame Blanc outfit to put together, oh. like
1: because
0: I I ultimately ended up being Tiffany because Jennifer Tilly is an icon of the voice of a generation. But um, I wanted to be Blanc. I just wanted to say yeah.
1: Blanc, Blanc, <laughs> oh Marcos. God. You go around grabbing everybody's feet. <laughs> Yeah. Rubbing them. Yeah. yeah, just
0: doing my best. Uh, Pina Bausch meets Marina Abramovic, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: doomed protagonist. Yeah, man,
1: you know who I want to be? I want to be. We start Carmen and I started calling her DJ Witch. The witch who just like sits there and smokes and runs the tape recorder. Oh
0: my god, she is such a baller.
1: <laughs> I wanna be her. Like she doesn't have to do much heavy lifting, but she's in on the action and she gets to go to like watch everybody dance and she just like controls the reel to reel. Yeah, that's the that's the witch job for me. She
0: gets to she gets to take part in like the dinners and the drinks.
1: Exactly. Yeah oh man and- I don't even know like there's so much to this movie and there's so much to in- unpack and I realize that I'm just like I love it
0: but- we, we are those people but I think especially after the trauma that was Halloween Stacy
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think we deserve a win we
1: deserve we deserve this everybody <laughs> so- ding dong and I don't care if you don't
0: like it <laughs> this episode is literally us with your sandwich board <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> sandwich board and a big old bell <laughs> so
0: just jumping right into um dakota johnson um
1: uh, okay i oh don't have to ask me (laughs) to well
0: stacy has already done that uh esteemed esteemed granddaughter of tippy daughter of melanie she all she truly is um the daughter of a goddess just like in the the film um how does she hold her own and be so incredible next to Tilda Swinton? <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? Right? How do you hold your own next to Tilda Swinton?
1: <laughs> next to all the Tilda Swintons. This is a film
0: of Tilda Swintons. This
1: It really is. This film like... is Tilda. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that it's like Forrest Gump. Again. <laughs>
0: oh, where is she? <laughs>
1: The analogy doesn't quite work, but it was like how Forrest Gump went to all those places. I've never seen Forrest Gump, but this is what I think it's about. <laughs> he, goes- <laughs> he goes to a lot of places, right? Yeah, that's
0: essentially and- the film.
1: <laughs> yeah well all of the places are tilda swinton is what i mean every it's not a good analogy but we're you know i'm not gonna edit it out either you cause know because
0: i don't care the end destination is tilda swinton the journey is tilda swinton and yeah and you find out you were tilda swinton to begin with someone yeah uh ben Raphael sure who um i've been talking to on the internet about this he he's producing the eli roth's history of horror show right now but he, he was, he loved the movie, but he was like, so this is what happens when Tilda Swinton decides to make her own, like, Tyler Perry-style movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's amazing.
1: It's like the clumps!
0: Yeah, this is her doing it's the clumps. Tilda's the
1: clumps! And somehow,
0: it's like... So- it worked. I still weep over it profusely. I, di-
1: I didn't know she was gonna be Helena Marcos. I knew that she was the doctor, but I didn't know.
0: I... I had it spoiled for me um, because it was the, I tried to actually stay very far away from any media around the movie. Like,
1: Oh yeah, me too. I think,
0: I think I watched the first trailer and I think that was it. And then I tried to, st- yeah. I tried to stay away from anything. Um, yep. cause I just wanted to go in, uh, Blanc, you might say.
1: <laughs> oh, you. <yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> you see what I about. <laughs> I'll be here all night.
1: So clever. So clever. I'll
0: be here all night crying in the corner, wearing my dance belt. <laughs> um, <laughs> So,
1: uh, e- oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I agree <laughs> I, have, I agree I feel like oh. you know
0: you know um, you know at the end of Contact when Jodie Foster is staring into space and she's like <laughs> yeah. no words no words
1: or when she it's the end of Silence on the Lambs where she's like Dr. Lecter Dr. Lecter Dr. Lecter Dr. Lecter Dr. Lecter <laughs>
0: That's yes. I am. I am Jodie Foster, just staring into space. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, don't worry, Chick May. I'm tamed to win. Tamed to win, indeed.
0: <laughs> uh, How this? I, I'm. I'm really excited that this is going to be our most all over the place episode ever.
1: It really. I yeah. It's.
0: <laughs> I feel like everyone knew that this was going to be us just going. <gasps> <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Boing. It,
0: once again reaching towards our our ultimate goal of becoming the new morning zoo <laughs> podcast. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> we don't even need buttons that make the sound like, we just do it it's
0: just us having a feeling <laughs>
1: It's our feeling our conversation, feeling.
0: Oh, Helena Marcos. That's what I was thinking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, who I love. Um, I you know even I was I was just re-listening to our Halloween episode because I think I love listening to our podcast because I'm a horrible person, and <laughs> and um, I I've been talking about I had been so wanting Jessica Harper to be Helena Marcos yes now having seen the film i am very grateful that it did not turn out that way yeah um because when we get to jessica harper and the character of anka like <sighs> Gosh.
1: i i
0: wow i can't i literally i can't even think about her and that character without crying um I love Helena Marcos. I love Uncle Meyer. I love all these women. I'm so
1: I love them all. (laughs) I'm so
0: I'm very impressed that this was written by a man. Um, I'm very impressed that uh, Luca I I knew that he could do it because I saw the reverence that he uh, gives to women in in, um, Call Me By Your Name. Mm. Um and I I think he's an artist more so than he is a, a, I mean well that's a, I think filmmakers are artists so I but I think he definitely approaches things more from a place of creating art and not like a movie you know
1: oh yeah for sure
0: um and the other thing is like and this happened with Call Me I still have I I just rented I am Love because I'm like okay I need more Luca and Tilda in my life um and Dakota and Dakota oh is she in that yeah. <gasps> i'm gonna die i'm gonna die tonight i'm gonna tell you that right now <laughs> um but like he somehow is able to by the way he cuts film and and shoots it and and everything he is somehow able to create chemical reactions in the viewer for like creating love and mm. and grief and mourning and suspiria i think this might be the most successful that he's been in doing that is with this film.
1: i think so um i think so yeah and it's it's really i mean like all right let's get it out of the way the comparisons to the original i don't think you can it's like handing two people a tomato and one uses it as a salsa and one makes pizza sauce and makes a pizza yeah yes they both share a tomato but they're not anything alike and so that's the way you must approach this. There are nods. I mean, obviously, like the basic, at its most basic, the plot is kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, and and the
0: entire the mythos of the three mothers written by Daria Nicolodi. The
1: there are nods, like visual nods to the original. Um, But otherwise, they're companion pieces, maybe. But there's it's kind of pointless to compare them. I will say, but.
0: Mm, oh sorry. sorry oh well i was gonna say sadly there are no scenes where um where <laughs> madame blanc rolls slowly away from a window well
1: that's true while
0: <laughs> waiting for the keys <laughs> yeah. there there's no like hey remember razor wire there's no there's right
1: but there is remember razor wire but very slyly but there's the scene with the like the the set dressing yeah. Yeah.
0: No. And that's that. That's what Jason and I keep talking. But about But
1: that's like the way you do it, man.
0: That's how you create an homage. That's how you. That's how yes. you represent the thing. That's how you. That's how you create fan service. Um. Uh. It, it, while still actually making a film, like yeah. <laughs> instead-
1: you don't just r- repeat the thing. Hey, remember when this person said this and then it went. Doo-doo-doo. Oh my God! I did. <laughs> <laughs> how come I'm not just watching that instead?
0: Like, if David Gordon Green had made this movie, which almost happened,
1: I just can't believe that. What? It, can I can't even fathom what this movie would have been like with but, him but, at the wheel.
0: But do you feel like this is how? Like, because God is evil, because I'm a a, a Gnostic Christian from. 2, 2,500 years ago. Um, like, be, <laughs> because God is evil, do you feel like in the parallel universe where David Gordon Green made Suspiria, Hillary Clinton became president? Oh. Do you think that was our trade? So that we got this. That
1: could, be, that could be the trade. Hmm. <laughs> like,
0: that was the Indiana Jones switcheroo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but if David Gordon Green had made this film, it, it would have just been... It would have been crazy colors. It would have been direct allusions to the Goblin's gore. Um, Right. And it would have been a bunch of women killing each other.
1: Yes. And I would have been like, why am I not just watching the original Suspiria? Yeah. You know, whereas with this, like, what was interesting was that, I mean, it basically has multiple protagonists throughout it, which you don't see, especially in horror movies. Like, I feel like, well, who was the main character? There's a kind of a bunch of them. Yeah, there's Um, so many. There's so many, which is great. Like, what an interesting way to approach the narrative. But so much of it is, like, about the witches and from their, not their point of view, but kind of from their point of view. Yeah, I would would say so. It's, It's partially why I liked Lords of Salem so much, is it's like, it isn't just they're witches, they're bad. Yes. You know? Like Yes. You know what I mean? I
0: do I'm thank you for dropping a Lords of Salem reference because I do think that these films are have a shared DNA, which is bizarre <laughs> because one is a yeah. one is a Rob Zombie film. Um yeah. but yeah, it's 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 that uplifting women helping women witches movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really about the power of women. Yes. And the power of women to help each other and nurture each other and the power of women to destroy each other.
0: Yes, there are there are white women voters aplenty in this film.
1: Well, it's not all black and white. It's not all witches bad, everybody else good. Yeah. You know, it's like a well-rounded portrait of women and how they act with each other and what those relationships are like and the manipulation and everybody's manipulating each other and that's weak for all weak for all all women but let me tell you all women and all people like want those kind of female characters like fuck this strong female character you know like women are allowed to be a lot of like, to, to have a lot of different facets. And I think this film really explored that really well. Yeah, and
0: they're given complex relationships. And we just...
1: Complex we just,
0: relationships. We get to see those relationships at play. Yeah. Um,
1: like the Madame Blanc-Susie relationship? Oh. What a journey. <laughs> Susie...
0: Susie Banyan... This Susie Banyan... Um, is... One of the more fascinating characters I've seen in a movie in a long time.
1: Yeah, I can't believe what they did with Susie Banyan. and also I had no idea, and I'm so glad I had no idea. And this
0: is this is a this is one of those instances where like it's not like it's not like the remake of The Fog, where the twist is the Jamie Lee character, like like the Jamie Lee stand in character is um, actually a pirate ghost, you know, re- <laughs>
1: <laughs> they incarnated or whatever.
0: It's not. It's not. It doesn't. It's not a cheap trick like that. And it's. Right. It's also like to the strength of these filmmakers. How did they work with more or less essentially the same story, um, and yet keep me guessing every step of the way to the point that I reached that pinnacle shock twist catharsis mm-hmm. with this character. And it doesn't, it feel as you go back and think about it, and this is what I'm really the most excited to go back when I watch it again tomorrow, is to see um, what is kind of built into the character leading up to that. Yeah. But um, it, it was shocking to me that they were able to make a totally different, totally fresh Susie Banyan. And even before that twist, at, towards the end, what which I don't, I set, calling it a twist feels cheap. Um, right. But... Uh, but I mean I'll say it's a revelation. Um
1: It's a revelation. And it's
0: it's a beautiful revelation, and I am building an entire religion around it. Thank you very much. <laughs> um but like seeing it seeing that build-up, like just just the, the idea that in this version of Suspiria, even before we get to the revelation, in this Suspiria, Susie Banyan is all in and she's okay with what's happening to her. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> this is a yeah. fascinating... Like, it's more Olga and Sarah are more looking into what's going on. and
1: Yeah. Well, and thinking about it, I was like, having seen the original, obviously, I thought, oh, Susie's pulling a fast one on Madame Blanc. Like, that was my... When it seemed like she was getting into it and Sarah was like, you're making a deal with them. And she's yeah. like, what are you talking about, Sarah? I was like, oh, she's going to pull a fast one. In the... And so it was just a bigger surprise but it's it's not cheap like it's well earned and it's really grounded in how well established her character what like all the flashback stuff yeah was fucking great
0: oh my god the flashback. which um actually i guess they're being or there were they were being sued or, or there was an attempted lawsuit or something in the estate of ana mendieta the artist um apparently some of the flashback sequences like referenced her video art or something Oh. um i i don't really know much about it but jason was just telling me about that but um those flashbacks too and like it was it, it, because obviously what we're dancing around is that Susie banion for spoilers for anyone that obviously if you
1: yeah, don't listen to this if you yeah. are concerned about spoilers <laughs> oh i should have said that at the beginning you'll yeah. know. Yeah. know
0: Susie banion is the mother of size.
1: Um, oh my god! It was so good when Susie like has her first orgasm, basically uh, by like tearing open her chest, and it's all let's call it eonic. Yep, I was there when
0: she when she's the what is she? Does she say I am her or she is? Oh, but that moment where she just declares herself. Oh my god, it was so <laughs> beautiful. It was so good. And then in that second, too, like, it changes how you think about Madame Blanc immediately. It, like, it
1: changes everything. You
0: understand that maybe Madame Blanc has a little bit more of a moral code than what you're seeing from some of the other characters. Um,
1: or, well, yeah, that's what their relationship was fascinating, because it was like, obviously, Madame Blanc was a little bit the mother that Susie wanted. Yeah. They were also weirdly, like, attracted to each other, Mm -hmm. kind of in love with each other. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it, the whole thing is, like, if you want to look at it as, like, a political allegory, blah, 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 it's, like, the witches vote on, like... Do we stick with the old guard or do we usher in the new guard? Are we with Marcos or are we with Blanc? And then Susie's like, fuck all y'all. I'm burning it all down because while the new guard talks a good game, the new guard is the same as the old guard. Yeah, Madame
0: um, Madame Blanc, who I love Madame Blanc. I'm obsessed with Madame Blanc. I want to be her for Halloween forever. Um, (laughs) Madame Blanc is still... She's kind of doing that thing that dem- she's
1: still the status quo.
0: Yeah, and the thing that Democrats are doing nowadays, where it's like we're still working with we're still working with the majority, which you know is the tyranny of the, right. Of the minority right now. But we're still working with this faux majority um, on 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 what what are the pre existing terms? While those pre existing terms exactly. have been thrown out the window, and no one is is like the Republican, you know, nobody is is doing the right thing.
1: No, um, and Susie's like, here's my chest vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this a new way. Yeah. Let's do this my way. Yeah. And so it's like the whole time, and I think it's going to really pay off looking back on it, is like, I think, like you were saying that, like, Madame Blanc does have some, like, goodness in her. And I think her feelings for Susie were genuine, at least in part, but they were also both manipulating each other. Whereas up until the reveal, you're like, oh, Susie, you're getting played by this woman who's shining a light on you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it was so it was so refreshing to see Madame Blanc actually fighting for for Susie because she didn't mm-hmm. she knew it wasn't right and even her saying that this isn't right um, mm-hmm. and telling her you don't have to do this if you don't want to and it's it's very motherly um, yes and then it, and
1: that's why she's still alive at the end
0: so can we talk about that <laughs> that last I have never okay
1: I, the Sabbath
0: <laughs> did you. Did you stay for the last...
1: I did, because you told me to.
0: So, I I hate it whenever someone's like... Like, what was it? It was the... I I went and saw Annabelle 2. Still. <laughs> still Annabellen. And, um... <laughs> We went, we went and saw this And the the, the the person at the movie theater The youth working at this coastal town That we went and saw it in They were like hey if you're a fan of the Conjuring Expanded universe or shared universe Ew. Stay after the film For a hot take post credit Sequence and so I'm like
1: It's very like Marvel comics
0: Yeah exactly where like one thing ha- So literally like we stay And then it's just a nun walks down a hallway And that was it
1: <laughs>
0: And it's, it's supposed to be the nun And so I, I hate the these cheap post-credit sequences where you don't like there's no information really afforded. It's just a flash. And this, yeah. this is essentially that, but it works so well because it continues the story and it ex- yeah. it expands the relationship of these characters where she brings Madame Blanc back to life. I assume. Um,
1: oh, really? That's what you, that was your Well, take? I read
0: it. I read it as her, when she waved the hand, I read that as her being back in the, in that, in their like weird basement
1: oh sabbath
0: and like healing madame blanc because we saw madame blanc is still alive
1: yeah oh that's interesting i thought she made like a a hash mark kind of with her wave and so i was thinking in terms of more movies and her thinking like one witch down
0: oh and she's like she's like knocking off the list
1: like or or yeah or like one of us is back
0: Oh, because I, I
1: don't that. know. That's something I don't know, and maybe you know the answer. Is like in the three mothers kind of mythology or whatever. Are they? Do they work in tandem, or do they? Were are they at odds with each other? Well, as and if they're in. That, for me, it was like an in tandem kind of thing, and like I'm back. Okay, next. And that's
0: that's the question here. Is I mean, what what they did? I I really love that they stayed very true. uh, to the basic source mythology that daria nicolodi wrote of the three mothers um but at the same time the 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 main difference in how they treated these was in the original mythos the three mothers are definitely witch mothers and they're they're violent creature like you know um malignant for entities and in this At least once we see, once we see Suspiriorum and how, how she exists in the world and the things that she does and how she helps, I mean, literally helps her people. um, It seems more so that the, and and the way they talk about mothers in the film, Mm it's very elevated and sort of deifying. And so it seems more like these three mothers are actually like some like, and they even say they, they pre predate Christ and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Yosef says that. But, like, they definitely, these three mothers are like a chthonic, like, sort of mother goddess deities.
1: Makes sense. Well, and then when she goes to see Klemperer at the end yeah. and kind of absolves him of his guilt and everything. like she's doing him a kindness. That's really. what yeah, someone Jason
0: was telling me someone was talking about it being a punishment that but I was like no, I I
1: think it's in a way like if you forget your wife but all he really had left was pain.
0: He was just an old man at the end of his life with nothing but pain. Yeah. And like if he tries to I don't know, like maybe if he if he kept pushing on Anka he would he would end up with the witches again and end up in danger again or and it felt like, yeah, like she was putting a dog out of misery, you know, or something. Yeah. Um, and it uh, that's a scene like I there's so many lines that stand out in this movie for me. But when that was
1: so good when
0: she says the women that have undone you, yes. like I was just like crying because <laughs> yeah, and it just speaks to how much they really revere these women. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Even all the way down. That was so good, Joseph. and I
1: love. I mean, I love that. Like, I mean he's obviously one of the protagonists, if you want to say it, has multiple protagonists. And in a sense, he's like the emotional, one of the emotional hearts of the film. Yeah. But he's, um, so I just love that it was Tilda Swinton. Because it's like, even this male character who has so much spotlight and everything is still a woman.
0: Yeah, the one man in the movie. So I left, I, I had to, because the movie is 800 hours long. Um, <laughs> which Which, honestly, I was fine with.
1: Oh, it didn't feel long to me at all.
0: I, oh, no, like, I think there was, like, a point at, like, chapter, right before chapter four, where I was, like, I think we're halfway through, and this is gonna, this is quite a journey. And then I I was completely washed away into the movie until the ending. And I had, yeah. I had lost any sense of time. <laughs> but, because I was abducted by an alien named Tilda Swinton. But, um, <laughs> as I was at, like, at some point, I had to make a run for the restroom. And apparently, I left in the I left at the part where there's like the only part where dudes show up in the movie, and I guess Jason. They said they laugh
1: at their penises or something. Yeah, there's <laughs> well, first of all, there's an erect penis, which is like what they didn't tell me such that such scandal. Yeah, the cop is completely naked and he's got an erect penis, and they're like making fun of it and making fun of him.
0: And that is like the manifesto of this film. I feel like. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And so you yeah.
0: you take that where the only actual or I don't want to say actual but the men represented in the film are being laughed at. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the 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 real male character in the film is a woman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's- and I think it's important that that doctor I, I mean you could say like well if it's, you're going to cast Tilda Swinton why not just make the character a female and it's like well because when they call him out on the fact that he didn't believe What's her name? Chloe Grace Moretz. Mm-hmm. Patricia. He didn't believe her. And when women tell you these things, you just call them delusional. And I think it was really important for that character to be male.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it makes it more watchable. Um, mm-hmm. It makes, at least for me, as someone who is is just not interested in seeing men on film, like, yeah, it makes it it makes me so much more willing to to listen to his story and give him a chance and to follow mm-hmm. to follow him instead of wanting to follow the 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 women and the witches all the way through, you know.
1: Yeah. Because it's like even though he was one of the protagonists, it was and his story was very important, they didn't turn it into his story.
0: No. While even though
1: it was essential. While at the same time. I
0: do feel like the entire emotional heart of the film is uh Anka Meyer and, yeah. and his love for yeah. her. Um yep. and the sense of grief and loss that he experiences with her. And what yes. how fascism and dehumanization and political upheaval can lead to the the extermination of of of, of just innocence, um, mm-hmm. and we lose we lose these people who who then kind of become deified in our memory, and that's why we forge on is in their memory. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jessica Harper.
1: <laughs> you know, I was so thrilled when she showed up, but I also had you in my head as like I hope she's Elena Marcos and so like. Oh, no, I, I ruined knew... it well no I just I had a... so when she showed up I was kind of thinking about what you said and I'm like I know that's not really her like I didn't believe her story for a second yeah and so I thought she could still be she's an illusion of some kind she could still be Helena Marcos oh, like, she's, <laughs> like she's astral
0: projecting over to him and
1: yeah like I mean that was not beyond reason you know Yeah. I mean it was happening anyway it just wasn't her but another one of those, like, here's how you do an homage without making it a, uh, you know, just copying the original, was all I could think about in every scene in Ohio of Susie's real mother dying was Helena Marcos.
0: Oh yeah,
1: her breathing.
0: She's the mother size.
1: That well, it was a like the, I mean, you know, because that it plays that's so important in the original film is like Helena Marcos in bed like. <gasps> Yep, <gasps> yep. And I was like, "Oh, that's a good, clever nod there, son." And Thank she's, you.
0: That's her mother.
1: You're I'm sorry. and
0: she's sighing, and she.
1: Hey, high five.
0: And she's haunted by that
1: in the night, in the dark. Um, I also thought that woman must have fucking lost her mind before she died. Oh
0: yeah absolutely like
1: super pious blah 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 and then who when death shows up for you and it looks like that and you know your daughter sent it yeah so
0: amazing yeah i'm i'm honest i'm so happy i i I started to say that i'm so happy that jessica harper actually didn't be end up being helena marcos um
1: yeah and that
0: when when jessica harper showed up I, I was very conscious, like, as we got to, like, Act 5, you know, I'm very mm-hmm. conscious of, like, okay, Jessica Harper hasn't shown up yet, you guys, so I'm going to have to speak to a manager. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and then when she did show up, and even if it is an illusion, like, that, that story and that sense of loss. Um, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, and it it's it's brilliant how Luca, because I'm on a first-name basis with him, how Luke, should be. thank you how luca like he he weaponized our own desire to see jessica harper in this film um yeah. and to to give her a, a great part he weaponized that and he used that to channel the exact sense of loss and longing that uh klimper has because in her wake yeah. you know and and side note my homegirl talks talks a mean German. She did that. She did that.
1: That was amazing. She
0: was so impressive.
1: Yeah. Oh man, man. I mean, I got a little Stendhal syndrome with this movie, and I don't mean the Dario Argento film. I mean, like <laughs> the actual syndrome. Like, it's such a beautiful movie. <laughs> sorry
0: now i'm just thinking of the stendhal syndrome and how,
1: yeah, how bad that I know. Is. I know don't think of it that way <laughs> that's why i had to clarify what is the stendhal syndrome is that like stockholm syndrome what? And no, it's like when you see a work of art, usually like a painting or something like that, and you're so over coping with emotion that you're like, you find yourself like weeping. That's
0: 100%. That is me with this film. Like, yeah, I
1: yeah. cannot
0: think about Anka Meyer without tearing up, you know,
1: yeah, I can't
0: yeah. I, I I replay just the whip the sound of the women's voices screaming Blanc or Marcos like
1: mm-hmm. in
0: my head whenever I need to pick me up. Like,
1: yeah yeah
0: this movie like that, honestly
1: the 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 performance of the dance sequence was just like I don't know I was in a really good theater for once holy you know shit. what I mean
0: oh yeah because you're not in yeah
1: like it was one of those like Barca loungers and amazing sound and the screen was huge and it was just like it was very overwhelming
0: in 4d so like um
1: it was in 4d <laughs> I could smell it yeah.
0: they like someone hits you with tassels as the dancers go by. <laughs>
1: I was like, Dakota? <laughs>
0: Can we talk about how um, this is actually a dance movie, too, unlike the original?
1: Yeah, it's like solid gold live.
0: Yeah, like
1: like <laughs> the
0: original has maybe that one scene where Jessica Harper's. Yeah, where they're
1: cracking. like, lift your legs. They're like, do, 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 do. One, two, three, yeah. four.
0: This is what dance looks like, right? Oh, shit, we forgot yeah. to hire a consultant. <laughs> Daria, say yeah. something. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Where this, it's like it's completely essential to the plot in so many ways, and it's treated also with a kind of reverence. It's
0: actually about dance. It's actually about the body.
1: Yeah, and yes. and
0: that that sequence. And and when I say dance in oh, the man. body, I can't not think.
1: I know what you're talking about. My. Flames! Flames on the side of my, face.
0: my My jaw was hanging wide open. Yes. The entire, that entire sequence. Like, I could not believe what yeah. I was watching. I was, I was distraught, um... But,
1: I looked like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone
0: That was me! That was exactly me! That was me I, yeah. I, I was that person in the theater like drooling Like
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was almost mimicking what was happening on the screen huh. I peed all wow. over the floor <laughs> I drooled everywhere and then the ushers dragged me out with these big hooks <laughs> I'm
0: so happy that uh, Regal has expanded to using the hooks now <laughs> And not just those, we don't
1: have that here in Portland. Yeah. You know?
0: Not just those little like lightsaber sticks, that, yeah. that they yeah. point at you with
1: full on hooks and <laughs> dragged my ass out. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, it
0: that that scene and and in terms of how it it compares, um, yeah, the work of the body, the brutality of dance and movement. Um,
1: yeah and like I mean art as like a beauty and also suffering
0: yeah and art is something that it doesn't make any sense that it's um uh, monetized it's corporatized that it's it's something
1: yes
0: it's something that you literally it kills you and you kill yourself over it but it's crucial to human existence um and we're yes. and we're still figuring out how how to make art ethically and how to support ourselves with art and the pain of being an artist um mm-hmm. it's just. Yeah, when we when we walked out, I was like, "Here's the th- here's all I expected." Well, here's what I wanted. I said, "I this, I actually think the first thing I really said was that movie was not at all what I expected, because what I was expecting or what I wanted and to to see um, satisfied was I wanted to see some satanic witchcraft, right? Satanic feminist witchcraft. Um, and then when I walked out, I mean, I could argue you could argue I got that. I I think that's present. I think satanic feminist witchcraft is about chaos and freedom. Um mm-hmm. but this it more so it was a dance film, it was a it was a political, like anti fascist manifesto, and and it was about art <laughs> and, yeah. and women's relationships. And I was just yeah. just shocked that I that 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 this got made at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well that's why I don't under I mean I don't understand how people are like, it didn't, like, it was nothing. Like, that's the the critique for people who think it was boring or, like, it had nothing to say. And I'm like, even if you didn't understand it, it has so much to say. It has so much to say, but I think I think it's because people
0: aren't informed. Um, yeah. And I think, I do think, I will, I, I don't want to sound like some kind of classist or whatever, but I I do think that this movie is primarily designed for artists and for people um, that can that can operate with an art a vocabulary of the art world um yeah like all the way down to how how tilda is directly you know playing pina bausch but but in like marina abramovic drag (laughs) like (laughs) um and uh, and I, i and oh
1: it's like i had no expectations i had no Concrete expectations whatsoever, while also pinning all of my hopes and dreams on it. Yeah, for the rest of my life.
0: And it did it. It exceeded my expectations. Which
1: absolutely, my
0: expectations were already sky high, and it, yeah. and it it exceeded them, and it has floored me to the point where I'm like, well, I found my new Bible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that's why I'm like, I don't need to see any other movies. Like, I don't know what that means for the future of this podcast, but I'm like, I'm fucking good, man. All right, pack up. Meet you later. If that's, if that's the last movie ever, I'm pretty good.
0: <laughs> Suspiria, the last movie the end, ever. The final film. Yeah. Lights come yeah. up. They hook you yeah. on the way
1: out. That's it. Like, I'm good. I am good. Also, I the... um.
0: Uh, The time period, like, thank you for one, referencing a a slight reference to the film by setting it in 77 to the original film. Right. Um, But also that you had a it wasn't the reason that that Luca said it in 1977 wasn't just that fan service of like, hey, remember the originals from the 70s? (laughs) Right. But yeah, it also like he took advantage of the German setting and used that to up the politic of the film. um...
1: Right. You can't set it in Berlin. Like, that's the thing is the original film being set in um, Freiburg. It's like that lent to it. It aided the sort of fairy tale feel. Yeah, like 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 Argento's version is very otherworldly. And this one is very grounded, where, like, German autumn is happening, like, right out, literally right outside their window. Yeah,
0: and and the whole movie, you're getting updates on the hostage situation on the airplane um, about... Yeah, it ties
1: into Patricia's storyline, like, that, you know, that's huge for her character.
0: And that moment, which was so beautiful, where there, you you kind of, the first time I really understood why Patricia was fighting... uh, helena marco so much because it you you get this constant question of like wait they're they're actually they're in on the witches plot like all of them are witches they all know about it they all are for it yeah um so what is the conflict and then you know that reveals to it that reveals itself to the viewer as the movie goes on Mm -hmm. but that when they're like oh patricia wanted to she was too busy wanting to blow up buildings or whatever Mm -hmm. instead of you know becoming the next vessel for helena marcos yeah and it's like oh what an amazing way to expand that character where it's like she is an anti-fascist herself and that's why she senses something wrong with marcos who is like the fascist dictator witch of (laughs) blob yeah blob (laughs) helena the (laughs) hut with her her, like (laughs) Amin sunglasses
1: (laughs) her vestigial arm her
0: vestigial arm her crooked nipple
1: i and i love
0: (laughs) just uh, even just those little touches of like the sunglasses which are so like why does every dictator in the world wear sunglasses yes of course helena marcos would
1: yeah but i love that it gave it such a specificity that the original did not have and i think that and that's not a knock on the original film. I think it works for the original film and the mood he established. And this just makes so much more sense because it is such a political allegory. And it's like, Germans are probably tired of like their national guilt being a plot in a film. And it's like, well, if we wait maybe 10 years, we can set it in America and talk about our national guilt. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Well, and this... But, but it does it plays into that like the whole like what guilt that is passed down through generations and grief and what are you going to do with your guilt yep. from the past about yep. the past and th- how are you going to build on that
0: and that so, said Germans we, we need to keep setting stuff in politically upheaved Germany because I, I've, I've been seeing the voting and the way things that are working out in Germany with those socialist parties coming back up or the
1: yeah it's not not completely settled yeah
0: it's, so it's uh, maybe
1: you need a refresher yeah
0: it seems like everyone's forgetting <laughs> but that, that that sweeping tide of of, I mean, that's happening in America. It's just it's it's happening. It just happened in Brazil. Um, this yes. like yeah. this populist wave of, of 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 people induced like like <laughs> populist society induced fascism. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's just so brilliant to to locate this movie and ground it in reality while it's so um, such a a phantasmagoria at the same time. Uh, right.
1: It's a crazy when you still break it down at its at its core, it's like the same movie, oh that's witches in a dance school, which sounds crazy. <laughs> and it is crazy. But this just I mean, it just really the whole political angle really worked for me. Yeah. And that's why I love that it was Susie in the end, because I think any other way wouldn't have been as satisfying for me. No,
0: and it, it's just uh oh, and it is it's it's simultaneously tragic to see all those witches that voted for Marcos die. Um,
1: right. But at yeah. the
0: same time, it's like, this is the only way that they can move forward. And also, you know, yes. they align themselves with a false witch, with the false leader. And yeah, sorry. There are ramifications for that. Exactly. Um, also, it was so
1: cool to see Alec Weck. Did you notice her? No. The black witch? Oh, oh he was the black yeah, witch. she's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't.
0: Uh, have. What is she? What else is she? Well, like? I don't.
1: I don't know that she's ever been in another movie. She was a uh, like a supermodel in the '90s, in like the oh, okay. age of the supermodel, and she like caused such a furor because she's like I think she's from the Sudan, mm-hmm. but like the fact that she's a really dark skinned black woman was just like kind of revolutionary because especially models but actresses too are so like yeah you could be black but you you know Halle Berry black
0: yeah or like yeah when she was coming up in in modeling like maybe like Naomi Campbell was like the only you know
1: yeah yeah that's like is as, as dark-skinned as you can go and so I just I thought it was so cool to see her because you that don't see so women cool. like that on screen really. see
0: I thought I recognized her but I didn't even realize that that was who she was that's amazing
1: yeah. And that's how you
0: flesh out and make such a rich film. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, that's
1: how you do it.
0: And going back to what you were saying about, like, you know, not to knock the original. I just want to stress that is, like, the original is still one of my favorite horror movies.
1: It's fantastic. I just watched it in, like, before going to the remake. I watched it a couple of nights ago. And I'm like, goddamn, this is good. It's a, it's a perfect
0: movie. Um, yeah. I mean, and that's why this one... I I Whenever people on the internet show up and they're like talking about Sisperia and then somebody shows up and it's like a dude shows up says it's boring, and then another person shows up and so it says, "Have you ever seen the original?" Yeah, <laughs> it's always one of the my favorite things I've seen. Um, my favorite part was one guy was complaining about uh Tom York doing the soundtrack, and then this guy goes on there and he goes. Yeah, but in the original, they got, like, this prog rock band to do it. It was terrible.
1: (laughs) What? Yeah,
0: I know. So, those are the... These are our enemies that we're dealing with. If
1: (laughs) there's any... I mean, even if you hate the original film, the one thing you need to take away from that is the Goblin soundtrack. It is the... It is iconic!
0: It is the most iconic horror score besides, like, Halloween and Psycho. Yeah, (laughs) why is
1: everybody going to jerk off over Halloween and then be like, Suspiria, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Blah 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 so, blah blah blah. <laughs> witch,
0: witch, witch, Do you witch, know witch. for like literally for like two years when I would get into makeup, um, I would only listen to the Suspiria soundtrack. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, it's I. There is no comparison really between the two. They are two perfect films. Yeah. That are super complementary and in a diversity of ways. Um, but they are two excellent films that are both pinnacles of their own individual genres
1: yeah uh, I mean if you come out of this one if you come out of this one being like "Eh, I didn't like it but I really prefer the original I mean you could also come out of it and be like "Eh, I prefer Forrest Gump yeah (laughs) because it's like it's just so different what's the point of comparing them
0: I still want to see your Forrest Gump
1: (laughs) it is a phantasmagoria (laughs) David
0: Gordon Green (laughs) and Stacey Ponder's Forrest Gump
1: Okay, what's the log line? Uh, he goes places. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, he goes places? Question mark.
1: <laughs> um, so that, that stupid line about the chocolates that oh. doesn't make any sense because the fucking chocolate box comes with a chocolate map on it. Lava, you never know what you're gonna get. And it's like, look at the lid, you fuck.
0: I've never heard it called a chocolate map before. <laughs> and I've also never heard someone get so angry over Forrest Gump. And I just wanna say I stand this, I'm here for this. <laughs> I hear you, I see you.
1: Just because I've reached nirvana thanks to Suspiria doesn't mean I don't have fires of rage burning in me. And Forrest Gump's gonna get some of it.
0: She's still got some angry letters to write.
1: <laughs> I do. I have some Yelp reviews to do. So, like- Where's my Forrest Gump Yelp review? <laughs> Look at the chocolate map! Dum dum. <laughs>
0: Just the beginning of the movie is him saying that line, and then you just, you walk into the scene and just slap him with the chocolate map.
1: <laughs> with my, but I also have my Suspiria sandwich board yeah. on. You're with still ringing a bell. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, I'm Forrest Gump. Maybe I can go places. <laughs> gone. oh my god <laughs> i am
0: going to sell a kidney just to fund this film <laughs> wow
1: um <sighs> so like
0: going back to the two the, the two susperias now um yeah i will say Maybe it's. I think it's obvious. I I said I for, the original is perfect. Jessica Harper's perfect. Darianne Anikolodis writing is so perfect. great
1: in the first movie. Oh, my oh God, she's, she's a so vision. Great.
0: Um, everything she's ever acted in, she's so perfect. Um,
1: yes.
0: But I do have to say, like this movie, I might maybe it's the the young love, new young love. Um, but I might prefer this one right now. Uh, mainly because of that that question of feminism. Yeah. Um, and misogyny and how in the first film it's like all these women killing each other,
1: <laughs> right? And in in re- in violent ways, but not per- like like this movie. Like the new one is obviously extremely violent. What I appreciated is that it wasn't just nonstop violence. No, it but was actually- what there is is so impactful. It was
0: actually very few and far between. Like up until the yeah. bloodbath at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, up until well, the satanic blood orgy. S-
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the exploding heads yeah. there was hardly any it was very tasteful
0: but it was but it's
1: it's so powerful and it, when it does hit
0: and it was you know? shocking
1: yeah like and also like plot relevant if that made like we were talking about the dance scene where you know the murder is echoed in the dance and like caused by the dance and it's just like that's how you take a shocking crazy sequence and like make it grounded
0: yeah yeah. It, versus um a scene which is a classic in the original, it makes no sense. The room full of razor wire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Why? Why is there a room full of razor wire? My only thing is like I guess the witches can manifest that kind of shit.
0: Oh yeah, like they just make it happen.
1: They just made, it's just a room actually. But then when they're like, oh, wait, she's about to fall in. <laughs> Razor wire appear.
0: As the other witches are going through their list and they're like, do we need a chimpanzee or maybe an angry dog?
1: <laughs> Did anybody buy the buffet platter for lunch? Somebody get this house off of me. <laughs> Jennifer Connolly. do we want her in this one too? <laughs> yeah. Who talks to bugs? Right. Is anybody talking to bugs? Like, that, I mean, it's like, why are they really the maggots? You know, yeah. like, it's just, it just happens. And you just got to go with it. And that's what I mean. The first one is like a total fairy tale. It's its own world where anything can happen.
0: But that's the power yeah. of it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It works for that film. And this is the total opposite, you know? Yeah. It would have been crazy for this room, this one to have a room full of razor wire. It wouldn't have worked for me.
0: While it still had some stylistic set dressing and and costumery and things and lighting to evoke it. Which is
1: the way to do it.
0: Just like, just like hearing, um, was it Sarah or Olga, like doing the stair count or the footsteps Mm -hmm. count? And like, it was just a line of dialogue. And yet I knew exactly what they were saying. It gave a warm smile, fuzzy feeling to me.
1: I had a warm urine feeling all over, and then I looked at it and I was like, "Oh no!"
0: All over, so like it
1: soaks up. (laughs) Like you pee up. (laughs) Well, I was wearing terry cloth, so it just—it's so absorbent. It's so absorbent. (laughs) My my terry cloth running suit.
0: I'm going to I'm going to the movie. I gotta take off my sandwich board and put on my terry cloth running suit.
1: Oh, if only I had a perm.
0: (laughs) I need my perm. Just in case those big Hollywood producers discover me in the theater for Forrest Gump 2 still gumping around. The re The re (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my god, what an image people must have of me.
0: I I feel like it's a really cool image.
1: Like I said... Though if we ever do the live show, we come out on the Rascal Scooters. Obviously I need to find a Terry cloth running suit and <laughs> yeah. wear like a curly ass perm perm wig. Come out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> Ugh this, my sandwich board. This is gonna happen.
0: Yeah. I we are
1: it's it has to. Let's let's put it on our vision board. By the
0: will of the three mothers.
1: Yeah, the four the mothers. The four mothers. I'm so
0: sorry. Okay, I was trying to say it like when the audio cut out earlier. I was trying stay Stasori- Stes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was imagining like it's also Ooh, your I pizza. I got a bad case
1: of the Stesoreas. Where's <laughs> <laughs> well, that ammonium sp? <laughs>
0: That's what I said exactly as I walked down to the movie theater. I was just so <laughs> yeah. floored by everything that happened that my body just, I just took on one massive infection.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Stacerias. I like that.
0: Stacerias. St-
1: just in case you ever needed to, like, franchise out, you know,
0: that's my offering to right. you.
1: I thank you. Yeah. I, I think I smell a franchise. <laughs> I hope it's a franchise. I
0: was like, how does it smell? <laughs>
1: Oh, stasoria! (laughs) Oh. Stasorium.
0: That's the best I can come up with. Stasorium. Oh, hail the mothers. This movie has changed how I even think of the word mother. Like... (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's changed how I think about everything, really. It's
0: just, it's all I can think about. It's, I must be the funnest person to know right now, because I'm just like, did you see Suspiria? Do you want to talk about how you're going to vote in the election? And would you like to vote for Madame Blanc? (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, I can't wait until it finally shows up here, because I can't wait to go again, and then I can bore everybody, but they'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's on. I. I mean, I don't want to overstate things, but I feel like it changed my life.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm right there with you. It absolutely yeah. did for me.
1: Yeah.
0: It was. It was everything that I had wanted to see. That was just built into my blood. It's that thing that when you watch something and you get the you get that feeling when you really connect with an art piece, and it's almost like, did they make this for me? Yeah. Um.
1: It feels like they uh, made it just for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just for mm. Gay Lords of Darkness specifically.
1: Pretty much. Maybe no one else has actually even seen it. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't actually exist.
0: <gasps> this is an illusion inside our, our Twilight it's Zone.
1: This is F- like F- our dome. razor wire room, yeah. man. And
0: somewhere somewhere Deborah Hill is like <laughs> <laughs> she's like in her in her bed, in her bed her canopy bed, sighing.
1: <laughs> she's making it happen for us. Yeah.
0: She is she she womanifested this into our being. Oh.
1: God, she is a gift that keeps on
0: giving.
1: Here you go! <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> Have a Halloween! Ah,
0: coral
1: we know, Deborah!
0: Yeah, we, we've talked about it several times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 we give you full credit, honey! <laughs> yeah! Wow! <laughs>
0: She's the fifth mother. I'm just going to. She's s- the fifth mother. There are yeah. four. There's Infernum, Tenebraum, Suspiriorum, Stasorium, Stasorium <laughs> and, and, and and Hillum.
1: Debrorium. Debrorium. Oh my God. Yes.
0: <laughs> Mater Debrorium.
1: Oh, God. I love. So perfect.
0: I love them oh, all so much.
1: I just just my I just thought sign me up for that dance school.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Like maybe I can just shadow DJ Witch until she <laughs> gives me the job. No, I'm just imagining. Did you ever watch the L Word? <laughs> like I watched one episode. They got was it.
0: they got a terrible opening credit sequence in the second season. Like the first season oh, was no. like pretending to be like kind of an art film or something.
1: Oh no! And then
0: in the second season they get this horrible theme song where it's like girls in tight dresses. <laughs> oh,
1: <no>! Yeah, and, <laughs>
0: and they introduce a DJ character. And in, in like when they show her, she like does the stereotypical thing where she puts one hand on the headphone, one
1: hand out, and yeah, then she yeah,
0: points yeah. out into the audience. And that that's oh. just how I'm imagining DJ Witch now is she's just like yeah.
1: got you boo <laughs> yeah with the, with the cigarette i'll be oh, here all night and be the like <laughs> dj wade spin that shit <laughs> <laughs> you got it deborah this yeah.
0: this truly was a great advertisement for you know i I never fell for the Trump U commercials. I never fell for the Art Institute commercials where they're like, take this art test and send it back.
1: (laughs) Draw this turtle.
0: But this was, this was the, (laughs) 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 I just imagined this really ugly turtle. Uh, They're like, (laughs) all turtles are beautiful. So um, this was like the best paid advertisement infomercial for the Tons Academy that I could ever imagine.
1: Yeah, I can't dance worth shit, but I'll sign up. Oh, I'll sweep the floor. Yeah, I I'll be like I'll, I'll like they don't they don't
0: have a, a a blind janitor. I could do that.
1: Right. <laughs> like, well, let's be blind janitors. Yeah, together. Yeah,
0: and then we can also wear the sunglasses, like like
1: oh uh, my god, like, like Helena Marcos. Yeah, like the false Helena the Hood, the
0: false witch. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I love it. I'm um, a new calling.
0: A new calling.
1: Who knew I'd get a? I didn't ex. One thing I did not expect was to get a new career out of it.
0: I know that we would go off and, and become a become dance instructor janitors.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what inspired you to move to Germany and become
1: a dance instructor janitor? Well, excuse me, can you tell me where the Tanz Academy is? <laughs> what? You wearing terry cloth? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Call be oh my God. <laughs> and i'm just
0: crying holding a, a, a shattered picture of jessica harper just looking i just
1: want to somehow i don't know how it would work because i'm not that big but i just want to get like the whole movie tattooed on me <laughs>
0: <laughs> like um like like that clive barker books of blood story like-
1: <laughs> Like each frame or something. I don't know. And then I can just, if I stand in a mirror and move really fast. This is your pillow book. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. I know the haunting's going to be upset to hear it.
0: Yeah. They really, she would be. Yeah.
1: But, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Shirley
0: wouldn't really agree with tattoos though. That's true. Versus, like you know, our, our Marcos gals. Oh yeah. they they're if they
1: li- if they could see Helena Marcos and be like, she gets my vote. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going I'm changing my I'm changing my whole game plan here. For the longest time, I wanted a tramp stamp, stamp of Job of the Hut because I thought that'd be really funny.
1: <laughs>
0: but I'm gonna change it. I think the only thing that could make me more alluring to gentleman callers is if I have a tramp stamp of Helena Marcos. <laughs> I'm gonna do it
1: yeah you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to the store and I'm gonna buy a bunch of baby doll arms oh. and I'm gonna stitch one onto each of my <laughs> sleeves <laughs> and somebody will be like what is that I'll be like you wouldn't get it
0: and then just go go to a dance
1: <laughs> <laughs> just start shaking around yeah. oh my god with my sunglasses yeah oh no where did she escape from somebody call Smith's Grove get her back on the checkerboard
0: <laughs> and wave the sunglasses around behind her head <laughs> waving baby arms and sunglasses
1: <laughs> Herself, I think I just did. (laughs) Wow, god, today's this
0: movie, today's episode of Gaylords of Darkness is sponsored by (laughs) Depends.
1: Do you have the Stacerias?
0: Do you have the Stacerias? (laughs) Is it spreading up?
1: I don't know how science works. <laughs> well,
0: Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> actually,
1: <laughs> actually, urine would soak downward
0: Terry cloth wicks away. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> wicks away. <laughs> oh God! <sighs>
0: I would love to hear Neil deGrasse Tyson address the structural inconsistencies in this film. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Well actually a baby arm wouldn't grow out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it to Twitter, man. Oh
0: my god.
1: <sighs>
0: I really, you know, I feel like Susie Banion herself that we we too have ascended Stacy.
1: I really feel like we have. <laughs> I'm. S- I'm not sure to wear, but
0: <laughs> well, dismiss Grove, and <laughs> yeah. I am so grateful for this film.
1: I really, I mean, I mean that totally with all of my heart. Place.
0: Yeah, yeah, like 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 she said in space, no words. They should have sent a poet. <laughs> and then she wept herself, p- pissed herself, and what wept I'm herself. Trying- I we wept- Help me, my downstairs wept itself. <laughs>
1: no no place wept itself <laughs> <laughs> this is what this movie has reduced us to i know i know i don't know where we go from here quite frankly i think i just have to put my head in the
0: oven and end it all i don't i think you're right i don't think, I think you're right i don't think there's anything left except except to want, want to be Helena Marcos for the rest of my life, even though she's the representation of all ill will in the world.
1: I don't know. I, I don't know what we're going to do for the next episode, because I just I feel... <laughs> like
0: How do we follow up like this by talking about Resident Evil? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I really liked when Mila yeah. jumped in slow motion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, somebody asked me after Suspiria, they asked if I had seen The Nun, and I'm just like, what?
0: (laughs) I just said, that's cute.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you. Like, what? Is that, like, how dare you? Are we snobs now?
0: Has this movie made us snobs?
1: As the sandwich board says, I don't care! Yeah!
0: If you don't get it, then forget it, because I don't have to fucking explain it!
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Said the sixth I... mother, Lana Del Race-orium. <laughs> Lana Del Rororium. Lan-
1: Lan-o Mother Lanorium.
0: Mother Lanorium, there we
1: go. <laughs> Sounds like a flooring.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> oh, Richard, yeah. we're going to have to remove all the Lanorium. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I mean, you're welcome to not like it, but I don't care. And I don't want to hear about it.
0: Because you're wrong.
1: Because you're wrong, and... <laughs> You're wrong.
0: I have never, like, I have never deleted a comment faster from my Facebook than someone saying, what a bore. What was this movie e-? And I just...
1: X. <laughs> Before they were even done typing. Yeah. And you
0: know what I said? I said, <laughs> Marcos!
1: <laughs> it's fine. You're like, you're the erect penis and we're laughing at you. <laughs> yes!
0: That, oh my God. That is literally... That erect penis is Halloween. That erect penis is David Gordon Green. <laughs> that erect penis... <laughs>
1: Is every you, you? could say Danny McBride. You could say well, it. Well, I kind of—he'd probably take it as a compliment. It's we'll say like
0: a, a, a follicle near it as Danny McBride. Um, okay. <laughs> I say that because he has curly hair. You get it? Yeah,
1: and then. I um, get it. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> And Spiria, this is this is the
0: this is the cinematic journey I want to go on. These are the women in yeah. them films I want to be watching where they're laughing at this this horseshit drivel that for some reason is the preoccupation of ten thousand years of human achievement is the 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 dick. Yeah. And this is the this is the new future I want to march into with my with my queen and my mother. Yeah. And my Tom And my blob. My blob and my, blob <laughs> and my DJ. <laughs>
1: oh god it's just so perfect
0: i would let mater suspiriorum take me out of my misery any day
1: oh yeah if if she wants to summon death and she wants to explode my head that's fine yeah it's fine i'm here for it
0: i believe in you girl
1: oh my god i can't wait to see it again
0: (laughs) i know i'm gonna see it tomorrow Mm -hmm. and then and then we're actually getting it at our theater um Ooh. after that so I'm literally gonna see it like every single night I think next oh week oh my
1: god <laughs> jealous like what the hell what is
0: my life gonna be like? because I was kind of looking forward to seeing that Nazi zombie Frankenstein movie Overlord or whatever that's coming out oh there was a
1: trailer for that
0: yeah I was like uh oh, I'll go see it because it looks like Wolfenstein and uh...
1: right. yeah yeah
0: that's a horror movie that I could go see in the theaters in the movie theaters on the discount Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. How can I even,
0: how can I even sit and watch anything other than this? When, as long as this is in theaters, I'm just going to want to go back every discount Tuesday and see this. I'll, I'll still go to discount Tuesday and pay to see it and watch it for free at my theater. Every (laughs) day.
1: I feel simultaneously completely drained, empty and also very full and satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. But I just look at all other movies and I'm just like Pfft.
0: Pfft. Yeah, cuz what's the point? We've already, you know. What's the point? This film is the it's the pinnacle, it's the glass <laughs> ceiling. It's 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 all been done now.
1: Yeah. Uh, the glass ceiling's been shattered and
0: and uh, blood is shooting out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we all have chest vaginas now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> so, Luca uh did um he always does this. He did this with Call Me By Your Name where he was like, I would love to make a sequel to Call Me By Your Name and blah, blah, blah. Um, but now he's already been talking up Suspiria because apparently this was originally called Suspiria Chapter One.
1: Oh,
0: um, don't
1: tease me. I know.
0: And I'm like, I'm like, Homegirl, don't do it. We already have the most perfect film ever made. I don't need anything more. But at the same time...
1: At the same time... Because I think... What, I'm already in line.
0: What he said um was that he was really fascinated and he really wanted to expl- continue to explore the world of Susie Banyan and of the other mothers. Oh god. I would so I I would I would actually love to continue I would love to see what the other three mo- the other two mothers are like. Like yeah. are they benevolent? Are they mm. are they these like powerful witch goddess mother queens um yeah. or are there some that are, you know, I, I do think that Helena Marcos was an anomaly that she was this evil, like a, the false God kind of thing. Yeah. um. And I would want to, but I just want to see what these other mothers look like. And what does, what does the whole world look like? What, what happens if the three mothers unite to, to make a just oh world? God.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, the three months, this incarnation of the three mothers are literally what we need right now. Like. Yeah. We need. Oh yeah. We need, we need that the, energy. Some
1: people need their heads exploded. Yeah. <laughs> Like,
0: some people need to just be forgiven and and be allowed to forget. And some people just need their heads exploded. And, and
1: yeah, I mean, imagine if you were watching C-SPAN and it was like, Kavanaugh. (laughs) Yes.
0: Right. Oh, just, oh, could you, nothing more satisfying. Susan Collins. (laughs) Exactly. Talking to you.
1: Talking to you, lady. Yeah. (sighs)
0: timely political beautiful heaven heaven
1: i feel like i'm a proud i am proud to call myself the president of dakota stan
0: and i could only aspire to be like you know, vice treasurer
1: <laughs> perhaps <laughs> you could be the treasurer
0: here's the thing i'm watching everything i'm watching it well except
1: do i have to watch the 50 shades movies though no 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 okay no no, no. no. No, no, unless that's what you're into.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing. I am so proud of my femme angels uh for taking over the horror world mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson, you are a perfect queen just like just like how I loved watching Kristen Stewart in Personal Shopper, which I feel like is kind of has a similar um uh thread that allowed that led to this movie getting made of mm. uh, being you know woman centered. Uh, yeah mythic uh a, a, a journey yeah.
1: yeah just let women be great man just let them just let them
0: live up with that camera give them some lines write them apart
1: i mean it's not so hard
0: yeah gosh that's honestly that's the only thing i think this movie could have done differently is like if there were you know if a woman directed it if a woman wrote it um if Lana Del Rey did the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm so enamored with what happened that it, it gives me hope
1: for, yeah. Oh, yeah, it uh, it exceeded my expectations since it is, com- it comprises, like, all women, but it was just so well done. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm the mother of sighs because I just sigh over it.
0: And, and I'm the inferno because I'm on fire! Yeah! <laughs> I got a burning sensation in my And
1: I'm the mother of tears, except it's not tears. I think it's pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> Top quality podcast.
0: <laughs> and this is our kind reminder to please review and rate <laughs> Gaylord's Darkness. If you enjoyed today's discussion yeah. of urine and chest vaginas... stacy jumping into dakota johnson subscribe like listen review rate yeah like us on facebook (laughs) tell your friends and send us pens because we have (laughs) we have a lot of feelings and a lot of fluids
1: yeah (laughs) they're all coming out It's really the Suspiria is
0: it's an Ebola of love for us. Is <laughs> what's happened. It
1: is, it is Ebola of love. Perfect. Oh. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured yet informative. I know, right? Uh- I'm <laughs> sorry.